cliffcentral.com. As you know, I've been um, very angry about the, the ban on tobacco and alcohol. Not because I'm some person who's desperate to have cigarettes and a drink every day. I normally don't uh, drink at all, especially during the week. And then on, on weekends, I'll drink when I'm around people. And that's hardly been the case during lockdown. However, cigarettes are something that I absolutely don't imbibe in. I'm not a smoker, but I have a major problem with the government's ban on cigarettes. And we just this morning, if you listen to the first hour of the show, you'll hear I read an article out about how uh, uh, in a Daily Maverick webinar that was done earlier this week, there was a woman who works for SARS who was saying that the illicit tobacco trade is really damaging South Africa at the moment and doing a huge amount of of damage not only to, to tax revenues, which are obviously zero from illicit tobacco trade, but that 93% of people are still smoking the way that they did before. So I thought we'd get um, Putin Puti on, who is working alongside the South African Tobacco Transformation Alliance. He's the chairperson of Soweto Business Access. So, Putti, thank you for joining us this morning. I hope you're, I hope you're doing well despite all this craziness. Correct. Are you well? I'm very well, thank you, man. Um, Putti, first of all, just tell us about the Soweto Business Access and tell us what that means and what you guys do. First of all, thank you for hosting me in your show. I I love your innovation. I love the fact that you are a game changer. Thank you. So we consider ourselves uh, game changers in the township economic environment as well. Okay. Because uh, believe it or not, uh, townships have been abandoned for a long time. So it requires people like ourselves to be able to keep the hopes of our people uh, 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 flying. Mm-hmm. So we get involved in a lot of our small business projects. We work uh, with government departments. We work with operates. But most importantly, we also try and work with white South Africans, you know, to make sure that they understand the townships yeah. so that we kill the us and them syndrome so that all of us can uh, believe that we belong in the new South African. Well, that sounds like an incredible initiative, and I know that townships, townships have been hit hard as well by the lockdown. Obviously, there are certain rules that have hit harder than others. I know lots of the, of the taverns and shabines are in huge trouble at the moment because they can't trade. But we also know that most parts of the country, even in some suburbs, things have ca- <laughs> they've gone ahead as usual because people don't really care about these dumb rules. They need to trade. They need to live. They need to do what they do. And there's been a lot of trade nonetheless, even if government think that they, they can turn a blind eye to this stuff and it doesn't happen. So I'm sure in the townships there are certain things that happen, certain ways of life that have continued regardless, right? Well, um, let me put it this way, uh, Gareth. Uh, we've started a project um, a week or two ago where we are recruiting young deliveries uh, so that our aged do not necessarily need to leave home, you know, uh, to go to stores. In the course of us doing interviews of these youngsters, ranging from people who are about 18 to about 24, mm-hmm. we've picked up that about 80% of them, they are selling sub- uh, tobacco. Meaning youngsters, youngsters are no longer into selling vegetables, they're no longer into delivering, um, you know, legitimate and, and yes. But you are finding that they are selling illegal stuff. And what that does, it is ushering them into a space where they are constantly running, you know, um, uh, running away from cops. And the question then becomes, is this a society that we want to breed going forward? And the process, 
I've then uh, uh, remembered that there are people like SATA, the Transformation, the Tobacco Transformation Alliance, who are working hard to make sure that we are able to have a bigger and better future for our people. And that's why when they called and said, Mputi, we have this uh, project called hashtag lift the ban, hashtag uh, save our jobs. You know, we are wanting support for this. I, I didn't uh, hesitate because I see the danger that is happening in our township. And the hope is that whatever we are doing, it is going it is not going to be seen as being anti-government or anti-minister. Uh, Minister Zuma, but is an effort for us in the township to continue being the ears on the ground that government must listen to. Right. You remember that it is not the first time we as the township have always come and said uh, South Africa needs to be uh, careful what is coming. If you look at the retrenchments that have uh, that are uh, happening in uh, places like Adcon, those are a culmination of us being on the ground and warning people that stop cheap imports of Chinese products. Mm -hmm. Those imports have then resulted in people selling cheap uh, uh, stuff on the streets. And in the course of them selling cheap clothes on the street, legitimate um, uh, retailers like Adcon, they've then suffered. Mm -hmm. So we are facing the same situation within the tobacco industry where we are seeing young people selling cigarettes, illegal cigarettes, and some of which is not from the township or from South Africa, it comes from Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. We are the first people to say to government and to South Africa as a whole, be careful. This is not something that we've got resources to be able to tackle, not only to stop, but also to manage as uh, time goes on. Because these youngsters are now being lured into selling not only cigarettes, but also selling things like weed, things like uh, um, uh, um, uh, so, so my point is, Garrett, yeah. government needs to listen to people on the ground. We are seeing danger starting right here in the, in the township, and it's going to go to be a national disaster that no one will be able to contend with going forward. Well, Mputi, you know what? You, you mentioned this, and I, I read an article yesterday. from uh, uh, There was a woman called Talita Snickers who's worked at SARS, and she was saying that if 90% of these illicit tobacco um, trades are interrupted by police, if, if they confiscate 90% of the stuff, the 10% that is sold will still make them a profit. That's how, how good this business is at the moment. And, and this just shows you all these kids that you talk about in the townships who are selling this stuff and putting their lives in danger, not to mention the fact that they're spreading around who knows what these products are made of. They're probably not very good. Um, all of this stuff is happening, and it's putting a lot of people in a very difficult position. How is it affecting the township economy, though? I mean, are people finding that it's difficult to get things? Well, for starters, uh, Gareth, let's look at the idea of high prices for cigarettes. What that has done, it has festered a culture of sharing cigarettes. Mm. You cannot have social distancing when you are sharing cigarettes. Uh, for evidence and proof that of, look at the video of the SNDF uh, gentleman yeah. at, uh, at a funeral uh, a, a couple of days ago. Right. So you can imagine if elders who are responsible are not able to adhere to safe uh, 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 social distancing. What about youngsters? And what that has done is in the process of youngsters sharing cigarettes, you 
also have youngsters also being told that, you know what, you don't necessarily need to uh, smoke something that does not give you benefits. If you smoke a cigarette which is expensive, why don't you explore with something which can give you a benefit? You know, things like weed, things like uh, uh, nyaope. That is the situation that we are facing right now. That's why we are humbly on our knees are humbly asking our government to be able to understand that the ban right now does not work. In fact, you are seeing a lot more people sharing cigarettes because the prices of cigarettes, which has under normal circumstances be five front, has shot up to 15 rates. So what that then means is that the poor are now having to share cigarettes and that is how mm. saliva gets transferred from one person to another. And that is how COVID is now, uh, 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 you know, it got their funerals in the township are scary, my brother. Tell On me. a daily basis, there are funerals like you cannot believe. Like you cannot believe. I was with a colleague yesterday who is an ex-heacher in, um, in Soweto alone. Mm. Ex-heacher, 17, 17 ex-teachers alone have died since the beginning of uh, of COVID. I'm talking just in, in Soweto. So you can imagine how many other people are dying. Why? Because COVID is causing disaster. And we must be able to do things that are going to avoid the spread of COVID. The higher prices of cigarettes, they are causing COVID to spread because we are sharing cigarettes and we are not necessarily uh, uh, being allowed to live the life that is a lot safer. Yeah, I'm very glad we got to speak to you because there are often, um, you know, insights to these things that we only get from people who are on the ground, who work so closely with the community, with the economy of a township as big as Soweto. And I'm very happy that you could give us some insights. Mputi, Mputi, thank you so much, sir. My leader. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there's Mputi from uh, Soweto. He's the, he's the head of that, uh, obviously, a very interesting association. They're called Soweto Business Access. You can find out more about them if you look them up on the Internet. But SATA, who he, re- he referred to, the South African Tobacco Transformation Alliance, doing what they can to try and get government just to listen. You know, government, please listen to us. Lifttheban.org, the ban on all of these things that don't need to be banned, that are doing nothing or to help stop the spread of COVID. Let's sort this out. And you can do your bit. Help lift the band, sign your name, lifttheband.org for the improvement of so many South African lives and put the hashtag lifttheband on your social media. Let's try and get them to listen. You know, can't ignore us all. Yeah. That's all we need to do. Cliffcentral.com.